dance teams. Some say they can enhance a room's vibe, whilst others say they are there just to pump room numbers. Probably the truth is somewhere in between, but what do tonight's guests think? This is the 3DX text-to-speech podcast and tonight we'll be getting all sorts of perspectives on the community's latest hot topic for debate. Here we go again, kicking off a brand new season of the TTS podcast. And I'm throwing us right in at the deep end with this one. I am of course, your host, Laura TWK, returning to bring you another round of podcast shenanigans. We've not been idle whilst we've been on a break between seasons. The studio has been redecorated, and the episode artwork has had a facelift. Hopefully I'll still be bringing you the same insightful, yet sexy, sometimes completely random discussion that you know and love. And, boy, do I have a doozy for you tonight. One which will hopefully set the tone for the season going forward, with me trying to explore some corners of the community that I don't have much experience of, but that I'm keen to learn more about. I hope you'll come along for the ride. Before we get into all of that though, I would just like to thank all of the returning listeners who have patiently waited for their next dose of TTS podcast goodness. After a much-needed rest, I somehow still feel utterly unprepared and overwhelmed to be getting back into this again. There's so much going on at the moment, I can barely organize all my thoughts. Hopefully we'll make it through this together though. And on that note, I'm once again inviting anyone who wants to help make the podcast happen to head over to the Discord server, where I'll be sharing some details of the sort of help that I'm looking for. Hopefully I'll be able to organize myself for long enough to get that up before this episode goes live. The link to the Discord server will of course, be down in the description. Also, today is February 13th, meaning it is also National Condom Day. If you want to know more about that and its significance, head over to my blog at lauratwk.co.uk to read my thoughts. I'll give a bit of a spoiler here though and just say that you should practice safe sex when possible. Of course, we also have Valentine's Day tomorrow but I'm sure that I don't need to remind any of you about that. That won't be much of an event for me though seeing as I'm single, but I will be posting some sexy suggestions for ways to celebrate the day over on my blog. Don't worry though, the day after Valentine's is Singles Appreciation Day, so we all get to have a turn getting some love and maybe some nice gifts. Anyone want to treat me to some nice chocolates from my wishlist? Oh, one other thing I would like to say is a massive thank you to anyone who nominated the TTS podcast in Sugarmag's Top of 2022 awards. It really means a lot to me that the show has made it into the vote. Even if we don't get a single vote, the recognition of being nominated has put a massive smile on my face already and made my day. There are lots of worthy nominations across all categories so good luck to everyone. If you want to cast your vote, head over to the Virtual Sugar Discord or Twitter to find the voting link. I've probably got some other notices that I should give right about now but my mind's gone blank, so let's get on with the episode. And where to begin? Well, if you have any sort of social media, discord or forum presence, you'll have probably be at least peripherally aware of the amount of debate that has been going on recently about dance teams and, as an extension of that, the use of bots to fill rooms. It's certainly been a polarizing discussion with some strong views expressed and some very heated discussion. As with so many things in life, I feel that there are multiple perspectives to have on this matter, all of which are valid to some degree. But this is not a world that I know particularly well. So, with that in mind, I've assembled a team of guests who are willing to share their thoughts with you, so that we can all make up our own minds. Hopefully we can all manage to keep it civil. At least for tonight. Right, I think it's time to unleash them on each other, so let's go round the room and get some introductions. Hi everyone, and thanks to Laura for inviting me. 
I'm Scarlett, dance captain and a founder of the Bear Bunnies. We are probably the longest established dance team in 3DX and have been around since 2018. During that time, we have danced in rooms of all shapes and size, from small intimate parties to big ambitious events, and everything in between. That means we have worked with hosts of all shapes and size too. Hello all, it is exciting to be here. I am Chloe and I have been in this world for 8 years now. So I know the game even before the party boom. When I started here you could really only do one thing, which was, meet up in the standard rooms or have fun in simple apartments as a couple. There were not even three-way poses. As soon as we got the possibility to stream our own music into our rooms, everything changed. Felia and I, a couple since the first few weeks, entered very early the party business. Our rock bunker, for example, is the oldest still active club in 3DX chat after the Jazzy Lounge. Today we run umbrella cooperation together and open our clubs two to three times a week. We mostly have a dance team with us, but it is not a must. We prefer small teams which are active in chat. We don't need and don't want statistics in the background who monotonously perform the same dance movement over and over again. In total, we rarely have more than 10 dancers at the same time and often only at the beginning of an event. So I have witnessed the whole development until today. And the worry lines on my forehead have not reduced lately. Quite the opposite. With all their power, some people are trying to take over the party market, and any method is fine for them. As long as only humans were involved in everything, I said nothing to it. But now as more and more so-called bots are used, I couldn't and didn't want to look away any longer. And I was not alone in this. So it came that a few weeks ago True Audience was called into life. A label that is supposed to identify rooms that don't use questionable tricks to get the place packed, but where it's still all about the guests. I always tried to be actively involved in the community. Together with San R, a friend, we created the first Discord-wide party calendar and promoter bot called BunnyBot. This not only brought us friends. The way people deal with each other is often not very nice. Of course, everyone overshoots the mark sometimes. But when something like that doesn't happen in the heat of the moment, but happens purposefully and over a longer period of time, it's a bit different. But today is not about cyberbullying or hate on the net. Hello everyone, I'm Geraldine, Jerry for short. I am leader of the Sophisty Cats Review and we are members of the True Audience Movement. I'm also the producer of the Maximum Overdrive films about the metaverse. First one out, next one coming. And I think that is a new record by Chloe for the longest introduction. I do like it when guests are thorough though, especially when I'm meeting them for the first time. Anyway, thank you all for joining me here tonight to share your thoughts and hopefully some experiences around the world of dance teams. Obviously Jerry and Scarlett, you will be bringing the dancer's perspective, whilst Chloe can give us the room owner's side of things. And I guess the best place to start is by asking what exactly it is that dance teams bring to the game and what role they play within rooms. Your thoughts? First, Laura, you can call me Scar. Okay, Scar it is. To my mind, dance teams in 3DX play the same role as orchestras in Renaissance courts. They provide the club a bit of status, and hopefully a vibe. If the dance team interprets the club DJs well, all the better. And everyone likes looking at sync dance teams. A dance team adds to the work of the room builders, 
DJs and event organizers to add energy to the room and encourage an atmosphere for the room visitors to enjoy. A good dance team will make the room appear more professional with their attractive coordinated costumes, tightly synchronized dancing, and good-looking formations. They will also have a sexy yet unobtainable presence to tease the audience slightly in a nice way. They also hope to wow the audience a little with thoughts of how do the dance team do that. Of course there is also the view of some hosts that the team is just there to pad numbers, but I think we are discussing that more later. Oh, for sure, that's something we will definitely be touching on in a bit. It depends very much on the room. If a stage makes sense in a room, it naturally looks nicer if there is also dancing on it, and even better if it is then well choreographed. I can think of one famous club that insists on having no teams but people end up sync dancing on stage for the DJs anyway. Are you going to name names or just be vague about that one? Vague. Because it's one of my favorite clubs. So you are one of the dancers anyway, Jerry? Yes, I'm such a tart. I see a pole on a Saturday night and off I go. I'm so intrigued. You'll have to tell me which club when we are done recording. Okay. Then, to the other extreme, we have clubs with 58 dancers. You wonder how they fit that many in. I think the peak I saw was for New Year's when the club I went to had 60 dancers, which was 40% of the people in the room. I thought that was a bit much really. So where, in your opinion, is a good place to draw the line? A sensible number of dancers to have at one time. Well, that takes us to the bot angle. Take it away Chloe. This is really the other extreme. Such rooms are specially built so that several dance teams can dance at the same time. This is neither realistic nor appealing. I agree with Chloe about the not appealing part. The other problem is masses of sync dancers kills the FPS in a club. Does the syncing make things worse compared to if you have the same number of unsynced dancers then? Or is the problem just the increase in room numbers from having so many dancers? A bit of both, Laura. It really affects how things load and play. Interesting. I had no idea about that. And then the bugs start. Which kills how dance troops work. To be fair, it can't be as bad as the mass fireworks that some clubs set off. That is a disaster for frame rates. Or smoke and steam and mirrors. Every pose change means network traffic, but I don't think that it has such a huge impact. The game in general has massive issues with syncing though. To answer the earlier point about limits. I think a single dance team is sufficient, unless there is some special coordination between the teams. I love realistic rooms, like they would exist in the real world as well. Apart from the Brazilian carnival, I can't think of anything where several dance teams would dance at the same time in reality. It sometimes happens that we have two smaller teams at the same time on Fridays. But we try to avoid this since most of our rooms don't have the space for two teams at the same time. So for you it is more about the total dancer headcount in the room then? Most of our rooms simply do not have space for more than a max of 10 dancers. Last week I actually sent out a little survey to some clubs that I could find on social media to ask if they had any policies on dance team numbers. I didn't get many replies but the few that I did hear back from all said one team, possibly two for special occasions. But no real limits to the number of members in that team. As I said, I only got a few replies so not a great sample to draw any conclusions from, but still kind of interesting. It's interesting that they say that now. 
We used to regularly turn down requests to dance at gigs where they were trying to get more than one team. You also see that in a lot of rooms open now. I will say this. Some of the best nights we have ever had as a troupe have been in big multiple troupe clubs. But this game is a buddy fuck game. It was never designed for this. And it's creaking at the seams. Does that mean that as leaders of dance teams, you sometimes find yourselves turning down gigs because of situations like that? Say, if you know there will be multiple dance teams there. Our manager won't book us for most places like that. Yes, we also always turn down multi-team gigs. We call them cattle markets. If we turn up at a gig and find that it was a cattle market gig and the host did not mention it, we would politely leave. Multiple teams with clashing costumes, which are also not in sync with each other, just look plain ugly. It depends on the room really. But this all is taste. If some dance teams love to dance in huge halls with multiple other teams, why not? Of course. If people want to do it, then it's their choice. Everyone plays 3DX for different reasons. Very true. We've run several polls in the Bear Bunnies to check our no cattle market policy. Every time the girls totally back it. If the result of the poll ever gave the indication that the girls wanted to consider doing multi-team events, would you review that policy? We're nothing against people who want to run parties like that. Since as Chloe says, it's a matter of taste. But we would only consider changing the policy if a majority of girls wanted it. We have refused cattle market gigs for a couple of years now and our calendar always remained full. But it's interesting what you said earlier, that a large proportion of hosts actually now are thinking that way. I mean in terms of thinking of only having one team. Well, the ones that replied to me think that way. But, like I said, it was a small sample, and the clubs that did reply are all fairly closely aligned, so not surprising they have common policies. No poll is accurate if not really everybody needs to participate. I would agree. We could room surf right now and find most rooms have multiple dance teams. I would not say most. But maybe those that have more than 30 guests? My little survey will also be skewed by the fact that I only contacted rooms with social media presences. I suspect they generally will run their rooms to different standards to ones that are more interested in other things. Trying to give a more professional impression and all that. Yes, probably that. Such groups are more interested in how their rooms actually look. Yup. Looks at everything on 3DX. I agree about some of them being professional. The partners we usually work with do seem to be well organized. I guess our policy helps filter out less professional event organizers. Right now we have on Friday two teams at the same time. That's how it turned out. But it also fits, since both teams are not big. Generally I would prefer two small teams with real, active dancers than one team filling up with bots. And here we come to the dichotomy now on 3DX. The true audience movement, as Chloe can explain, is just saying, you do your thing, we do ours. You've just preempted my next question there Chloe. I was wondering how often dance teams are sort of like house teams for specific clubs where they will regularly perform. Or whether it is a bit more ad hoc with teams being called in to fill gaps when needed. Like do clubs and dance teams build relationships, so there is some trust there that you know they are reliable and will do a good job. All the teams who dance for us do this regularly. 
either weekly, bi-weekly, or once a month. I prefer a good relationship. Of course, this also saves time and you don't have to constantly change dance logos or redecorate stages. A solid partnership is a win-win for both sides. It also develops into great friendships. Yes, we also dance mainly for regular partners who put on high-quality events. We also do offbeat one-offs too, to support birthdays, parties, etc. We've also offered basic dance team training to some of our partners who may want to set up their own part-time teams. That's interesting. From the outside I always kind of wondered if there were rivalries between different teams. Maybe some sort of beef or behind-the-scenes conflicts. But you actually help people start teams. Yes, we give basic training and plan to run some sets of tutorials soon. It can't be bad to help improve the general quality of sync dancing. We're not worried about giving away any secrets because we are always looking for new techniques. In due course we will give those away too. Where there are real people, there are always points of friction. Perhaps the one advantage of bots is that they don't fight among themselves. As long as Skynet doesn't happen and all of the bots gang up to eradicate us humans. It is well known that the cats get on with all 3DX troops, as we often meet on the dance floor. After all, as a club you want to represent something, a way of throwing a party. If these ideas run too far apart between partners, then this can lead to a split and then you look for other partners who have a similar understanding as oneself. That makes sense. Scar, I think you said that the Bear Bunnies were one of the first dance teams around. How did you guys get started? What was it that sparked the idea for dance teams? I mean, I've been around long enough to remember a time when they simply didn't exist, so what changed all of that? I'll give a quick history of the Bear Bunnies. The Bear Bunnies team originated as the dance team arm of a larger social group called the White Rabbit Society. This group was a society of friends who would meet whenever they were online and was founded by a larger-than-life character who always wore a bunny girl costume, so this is where the bunny girl symbolism came from. One day, a friend from outside the society asked if we would provide a group of girls to dance at an event she had planned. We were to pole dance and greet visitors to the room. This was enormous fun and we started doing this regularly. So we decided the dance team should have a name, and the Bear Bunnies were born. In the early days, the bunnies just did unsynced pole dancing, so it was a lot different to now. At one of the early gigs, a group of four other girls turned up and danced in sync on the dance floor. We thought it looked fantastic, and we saw the future. The bunnies worked on count-based techniques which allowed any number of dance pairs to synchronize. Our performances were in great demand, and because we were the only bookable dance team at the time, we were extremely busy. In the first year, we danced something like 200 gigs. Of course, over time other groups of people saw what we were doing and formed their own dance teams, eventually leading to the large number of teams we see today. And I believe there is now even a dancers' union. Yeah. Yes, it was originally set up by Lindy from Flaunt and myself. It's a Discord server and a lot of teams have a presence there. I had hoped to get Lindy on here tonight as well, but sadly her schedule didn't allow it. Too bad. Flaunt are always insanely busy. It is not unusual for them to have three gigs a night. 
We've always had a close relationship with them, and even recently transferred one of our experienced dancers over to them as it was a better fit for her lifestyle. So if a Ramona ever needed a substitute dance team to cover for one of their regular teams, would the dancers' union be a good resource for doing that? It's a good starting point at least. There is a request channel, but most teams are too busy to pay it much attention. But you can surf the team's own channels to find a team that fits your intended party and private message them. So far we used private contacts to reach out to dance teams and we only look for new teams if we need to replace one, like recently the dissolved Eclipse dance team. Eclipse are gone. I didn't know that. Well, Dancers Union is a good place to start looking for teams if you ever need to. I'm sure not all of the teams on 3DX chat are on there, as there are now so many. It's not a well-oiled server, but teams post posters from the sort of events they dance at, and also a lot have videos. Okay, I suppose this leads into the whole subject of true audience, but does the dancers' union have any sort of, for lack of a better phrase, quality assurance? In other words, is it only for reputable teams who operate in a particular manner? Or can anyone put themselves down there? We don't vet teams. But you can get an idea of their quality yourself from how they present themselves. Dancers Union is not related with True Audience. But many dance teams of the union are also supporters of True Audience. Initially, the label was created to highlight clubs. I wasn't suggesting that the two were related. I was just wondering if there was a common theme between the two. Similar policies and the like. Some synergy there, if you will. I have not heard much about True Audience. A quick explanation. Take it away, Chloe. I can't answer this. Maybe Jerry can, since she knows both. But I can of course explain what True Audience is. For the cats, it's simple. We are all real people who will talk to you, bounce into the crowd, and strip. So quick explanation of True Audience. Not long ago, there was a heated discussion on a befriended server about the increasing number of dance bots. We noticed that these bots were not just an issue for us. That's how the label came into being. The idea is simple, as room hosts we wanted to show our guests that we say no to dancing bots, no to fake DJs, and no to parking alt accounts to artificially increase the numbers. We are not a religion, nor do we hunt bot groups. We just want to visualize to the outside our way of gaming. Some people have perceived it to be a war against clubs and dance teams that choose to operate in a different way to you. But you're saying it's just you trying to reassure your guests that your club operates in a certain way. It's exactly that Laura. Yes, there is no war. If some feel attacked by our initiative, it is not intended. We've got nothing against spot teams either. If someone wants to operate a one-person dance team, then it's their subscription money. I just feel they are missing out on the normal team experience. I totally agree, Scar. My point of view is very much that if someone wants to play the game that way, then they have every right to, and we shouldn't be trying to police that. Also, if that's how they want to spend their money, then that is more money for Gizmo and team to invest in making things better for the rest of us. Absolutely. I mean, I think it is silly really, but if that's their desire for how to play the game, then that's their choice. I don't see why people are so concerned about room numbers either. From my experience, but heavy rooms tend to be completely dead in terms of chat and atmosphere, and that just drives people like me away. 
I'm not sure why other clubs feel threatened by them unless they are also worried about numbers. The trouble is that people do feel insecure. I totally get that real dance teams feel offended by the bots. The same is true for fake DJs playing somebody else's mix from YouTube. And overall it is not good for the community and game reputation. What we didn't expect was that many dance groups also wanted to support the label as well. That's why we can count some dance teams, like the Sophisty Cats and Flaunt among the supporters. And now we can mention 3XO. We hear that dance team synchronization will be built into that. I guess talking about 3XO would fill another podcast. I'm gonna be one of the beta testers and I say no to built-in. Well, we have a slightly different view on the use of bots, or imposters as we call them, in dance teams. When I was speaking with various club owners, one of the concerns that was expressed to me about true audience is that it is too rigid. Occasionally a reliable dance team may unexpectedly be left a few members short, and need to substitute in a bot or two just for that one night to avoid letting down the club that has booked them. What's your view on using bots as a backup or in an emergency? Okay this bit annoys me. If you're one down, dance with two, or dance solo. The cats do. So no substitutes ever. Never, dance hotter. Or more naked. Yep, fling those bras ladies. I like that mental image, but don't always agree with it. I've got to say, this has been the most dignified episode of the podcast ever, so I've got to try to get some lewdness in somewhere. When preparing I didn't even think about discussing the idea of whether there are expectations for dance teams to strip off, and whether different teams would have different policies on that. I want to stay on the true audience topic at the moment, but maybe we'll be able to come back to that later if there is time. Oh my god, do you mean 3DX chat is a sex game? I find it troubling how often we all need a reminder that yes, it is a sex game. So far no supporter of true audience has requested the usage of a few bots. I prefer that a dance team cancel, let's say if less than three dancers, before coming with bots. If in real life the flu wipes out a whole team, then no one dances either. They cancel. Why should it be an issue in the game if it is not in the real world where dancers even get paid? Like I just said, this is a game. I don't think we always need to base things so rigidly on real-world standards. Plus, in the real world, if you do cancel last minute on the club, it leaves them in the shit, so I don't see how putting them in that position is any better than having one or two subs that most people won't even notice. Jerry, what breaking technique does your team use? Atomic clock at pool.ntp.org. Okay, and how many seconds do you take between a dance change and breaking? About two seconds max, hopefully. We are working on getting it faster every gig. How about a break technique that can take two seconds or less, needs no clock, and provides a good sync almost every time? But Des, my choreographer, said where's the fun and tension in that? The cats are all complete lunatic fuck-ups. The tension is part of our fun. You're speaking English, but I literally have no idea what you are saying. This is fascinating and I love it. Concentrate on using the clock for turns and moves, then sync reliably. Change dances every track and even break in sync with the DJ's drop. How does that sound? That would probably interfere with our cocaine drone. This sounds a bit off topic. No, this is possible by using bot accounts. It's completely on topic. No idea why bots are needed for this. 
But what do I know, I am not a dance captain. It's needed, because the bots can be triggered at the same time from the same home network. Bots annoy me as everyone can see them. The bots don't even need to be on stage. They can be elsewhere and assist with offstage posing. This is super interesting to me. And makes me wonder, do you have any idea in advance about the specifics of the tracks that will be played? Or do you just have to match to them on the fly? We do know, as we see the DJ when we enter. So we know the style. We also match to the track. Sounds to me that doing this across the globe is more challenging. It is. We have to take into account lag and broadband. And get reliable syncs if you are attempting to change dance every couple of minutes. Oh yes. With how many dancers? Whoever turns up, the cats never know. When a bot team won a dance competition, I felt insulted as a human being. I don't want to know how the real dance teams felt at that time. Wait, what? How can a bot team win a dance competition? They did. A team that shall remain nameless. I need to hear this story. Right, I'll say it. The devil dances. You would have to ask the judges how they managed it. We came second in one such competition. Let's call it the first bot scandal of 3DX. Did the judges know it was a bot team, or were they fooled by the bots and thought they were humans? They knew. Yes. I can't get my head round this. Everyone knows about them. The judges really knew they were bots and voted for them anyway. Correct. My mind has just been blown. I feel your pain, Laura. By the way, what does the true audience movement hope to achieve? Yes, let's get back to that if there is more to be said on it. I can understand that some hosts would like to know how many people are in their room for genuine reasons, meaning they like the room and the music. So would the idea be that true audience events could have their own independent league or something? Awareness. If bots are used to make a party more attractive. We are now doing the same thing, but the other way around. We will not use bots or any other tricks to artificially fill a room, or to make the human behind the screen disappear into the background. Do you think it will make much difference to the normal 3DX club goer? It depends. If they are brand new, yes absolutely. So many people come in now from other sims. And they see. It already has a positive impact. People start talking. I met many with the same opinion, made new friends. Sure, we also got some shitstorms already. But some people feel attacked by whatever you are doing, which does not match 100% their opinion. But do you think it will, perhaps over time, increase the numbers of people in true audience rooms? The intention was not to increase the number of players. Umbrella, for example, are very happy about their regular visitors. We care more about the overall community, which seems to move more and more into a race for numbers. So we want to be a positive example that there is also another way of doing parties. For guests that would be interested in knowing that a club follows true audience, will clubs display logos or anything like that? I know lots of clubs like to display logos for all their partner dance teams. Will true audience have something similar? We have a label. Please do not call it a logo. We are not a holding or union. We are a label. If you fulfill the requirements you are allowed to place the label on your posters and inside your club. I mean, if they are displaying something visual to demonstrate they have met the requirements of the label, 
then that's a logo, but okay. Anyway, how does someone go about fulfilling true audience requirements? Is there a team of admins they should contact if they are interested in becoming a supporter? Right now the team isn't super big to handle the administrative work. But we also just started with everything. The idea is that the supporters take care of each other without doing a witch hunt. We all want to submit to the rules voluntarily. Gang, I have to get ready for the Cat Saturday gig. What a great chat. Let's do more, and thank you so much Laura. Also big hi to Chloe and Scarlett. Break a leg at your Saturday gig Jerry. Yes, we should be wrapping this up now, so if anyone has any closing thoughts, now would be a good time to share them. And Jerry, if there are any social media accounts, or upcoming events you want to plug before you go, please do so. I've got a Vimeo link. Okay, for the benefit of the listeners, it's a link that will be in the description down below. I love 3DX chat and you all. Thanks for joining us. Chloe, Scar, any last thoughts from either of you on today's topic? If not, now is your chance to advertise any social media accounts, websites, upcoming events or whatever. We do not force people to join. People must come to us and ask to join. And we ensure they really understand the conditions to avoid translation issues. If people like to keep informed they can follow me on Twitter at Chloe3DX. Or join the True Audience server to have a look at the conditions, or start a discussion. No need to become a supporter for that. It's at discord.gg slash tc8reagm3k. But I never finished my point about bots, although it would be difficult to continue now Jerry has left. Perhaps another time. Yes, maybe we can do a follow-up on this. The basic point is that not all bot usage is for bot teams. There are some legitimate usages of them too. They don't have to be used on stage. If bots have a real function, they are fine. We can for sure go deeper here later on. I bet we have different views here as well, that is just natural. I think that is something that I try to promote with this podcast. Just having a discussion because there can be many points of view and maybe we can all learn something that encourages us to review our ideas. Indeed. Anyway, please feel free to contact me on Discord if you want to discuss anything to do with the bear bunnies. My Discord is Scarlet5312. We are looking to organize some real dance-to-music events where teams bring their own DJs and choreograph their routines to it. So any teams interested can contact me. We already have three teams signed up, if more we will just have smaller dance slots which will make the events even faster paced. Sounds like that could be a lot of fun. We think so. The basic idea is to work closely with the DJs so the dance team know exactly what is coming up. We expect frequent dance changes, formation changes and whatever the teams want to incorporate. Bot teams are not banned, it's just I don't think they could handle it. And with that, I think it is time to call time on this week's episode. Thanks for inviting us Laura. Thank you for taking part. It was a good discussion, even if we run out of time. That's a sign of a good discussion. Once again, a big thank you to all of my guests for joining me tonight to share their thoughts. I think they have certainly given us all plenty to ponder so that we can all make up our own minds. And of course, another big thank you to you, the listener, for joining us once again. 
Also, thanks to all the people who took a bit of time to give me a bit of background info while I was preparing for this episode. In particular, the club owners who replied to the little survey that I sent out to get a better understanding of their policies about using dance teams. A quick reminder of what I said at the top of the show about looking for some more peeps to come on board and help make the show happen. Head over to the Discord if you want to be part of it and you can check out the details of what I'm looking for there. Or if you just have a topic that you feel strongly about and want to recommend to us. The link is down below so go click it. You can also find us on Twitter at 3DXDTSPod if you just want to leave us a comment or feedback there. Okay, I think that's all I've got for this week. Well, apart from to wish you a happy Valentine's Day for tomorrow. Just remember what I said earlier about safe sex if that is going to be part of your Valentine's celebrations. And someone send me some chocolates from my wishlist for Singles Appreciation Day on Wednesday. That's all from me. Bye.